From home repair to remodeling, this is making your home great. This is making your home great, and I misspoke a moment ago because the the gang was all out in the hallway talking shop, and I assumed that Brock Emmons was out in the hallway talking shop with Stephen and and Craig, but they apparently no, we're Brockless today. But I do want to mention Triangle Radiant Barrier. If you got a barrier that needs to be triangularly barriered, Brock Emmons is the guy. I'm you, just saying. Call them and get your attic done in Radiant Barrier. Please do yourself and your favor and your life. Do your life, your family, your home a favor. It has. You you can actually tell the difference. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we've actually been shopping uh, homes to move, and I've looked at probably twenty homes over the last three weeks. Yes. And every house I walk in, I walk upstairs, and you can just feel the heat change when you walk upstairs. And I right. go back home to my house, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is nice. I don't like so. I, I can any house I buy. Yes. One of the first things I do will be putting radiant barrier in the attic. Very good. So call call them up. They will save you a lot of money on your electric bill and make he's, your home a lot more comfortable. He's Craig, the floor guy <laughs> from American Dream Flooring and Tile. And just to tell you, the, all the cross-pollination and, and networking that happens, Craig actually did my floor. And any f- house I buy, as if I'm going to buy a bunch more, <laughs> any house I'm going to buy, I'm going to have Craig, the floor guy, do the floors. Yeah. They, very high-quality work. Looks good. Thank and you. my dogs have not figured out a way to scratch them. Nah, your dog won't hurt that floor. They do the Scooby-Doo <laughs> thing. You know, the Scooby-Doo thing. You open a door, their legs move, <laughs> yeah, the, but the body doesn't actually go forward. Like the roadrunner. Yep, mm-hmm. right, just for a second. <laughs> All right, also in studio is Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture. How you doing? Great. Good. So the real estate market, you, you have a your finger on the pulse because – you're helping people to buy homes. I'm helping people to buy homes. The most recent, actually, is my daughter. Yeah. Who is moving back here from California. Oh, wow. What a fantastic thing. That's great. She realized this is a much better place to raise kids. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, but what's interesting is that I'm watching a phenomena right now, and it seems to be going on not just in the house she was searching for. Yeah. But people have been pushing the limit on, you know, how much they can ask for a house. Yep. And they are, for a while, there was very little to ask. And everything that they, Christ, they set seemed like impossibly high. Yes. Well, I think they've broken the barrier. Really? I, I think they've reached the point where they are impossibly high. Yes. And people are saying no. Hmm. And so what I'm seeing is... They will ask this how price just seems, you know, really high. Yeah. And if someone doesn't respond within a week or two, right. they'll knock it back by 10%. Well, that's, that's the way these things are supposed to work. If it, you overprice something, the price is going to have to come down to sell. Well, it is. And in the past, that has been, you know, part of the thing I do for people yeah. actually is telling them whether – the price makes sense. Right. And uh, Craig and I were just having a conversation in the hallway that people are buying houses that need a whole lot of work. Yeah. And they're paying f- 
full price for them. They're paying the price. If that house were perfect, right. that's what it should go for in this market. Right. But the house is not perfect. Yeah. It needs a new kitchen. It needs a new bathroom. It needs new floors. Right. It needs a new roof. Yeah. And uh, the people buying, yeah. you really have to be careful because the the possibility of overpaying and losing it Right. Is much higher today than at any time, probably since 2007. Yeah. I was saying the same thing in 2007. Yeah. And we were, we live near an area of quick building. There's a lot of pl- things going in. There's a, there's about 80 or 90 homes going in without a, within a, a mile of my house. And the weird thing is we're seeing the thing go up. We know that the houses are from the 300s. They say low 300s. <laughs> we drove it. Well, we drove in the neighborhood, and they're putting the foundations in. The foundations aren't very big, and there's no room mm-hmm. for a garage. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I'm, I, I'm I laughing to myself because they're probably not from the low 300s now. If they put that sign up a year ago, Yes, yes, when everything was going for much, much more. No, 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 when when things were less. Less. You, I mean, you, think you have those... seen in the two-year period, Sure, you've seen things go up 30%, 40% right. in, in some cases. We were looking in the Apex uh, West Cary area, and those houses are 40% higher than they were two years ago. Yeah, yeah. I think some of that's genuine and is going to stay. Right. Right. Uh, some of it will evaporate. Right. Okay. All right. I'm just, I, I'm, I look at those houses and I think, you know, they're going to be disappointed when they try to sell this in another eight, 10 months when they're all finished and they can't get their low 300s for it because they built the houses too small. Well, it, we, we shopped some new home construction that was advertised. You know, they advertise the house for four eighty nine. Yeah. And we go meet with the builder. We walk the model, and then we're like, okay, well, how much? How much is that going to be on this lot right here? And they're yeah. like, oh, it's going to be five fifty. We're like, but oh. but yes. you're advertising it for four eighty nine. Oh, they're like, oh, advertise, advertise. Like we, <laughs> I'm like, what? That's well, and the, you know how I am with I can put that in my gimmick pricing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Category. Yeah. You don't like it. Yeah. You just lost me as a customer. Well, the category that is not going to go down so much is right. that 300 to 500,000. Okay. Just because demand is going to hold that up. Yeah. Uh even though uh other things are are going to modulate more. Right. And yes, that that gimmick pricing. Oh, I I've seen it someone mm. was describing it in a retirement community where they say, "Well, you say you want this model. We'll tell you where it is and we'll tell you what it's going to cost yeah and if you bulk then don't bother coming back yeah Hmm. all right rick is on the line and he's actually we sure he's uh well let's pick it up rick in arizona rick how how are you welcome to making your home great uh yeah i'm a long time listener to great your home great uh great to arizona from North Carolina, where I've been there for 20-some years. Yes. Bought a home a number of years ago to move into, 
and uh, well, I'm looking at flooring, and I know nothing about flooring other than hardwood. Right. Mm-hmm. And I hear that, uh, you know, now uh, Donna's looking at uh, vinyl, and she's looking at laminate in addition to hardwood. And frankly, I don't know the difference. Between wait, 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 wait. Stuff. Hang on, we gotta, we gotta peel back the. This is Rick, Rick Martinez. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hi, Rick. How you doing? Doing fine, used to be do, oh, doing afternoons here and now he's, he's calling from arizona rick thank you for yeah. calling all right yeah hey rick it's craig good to talk to you Hi, Craig, how are you good man how you doing so arizona <laughs> huh is your huh? i said arizona huh yeah so you're probably on a concrete slab in that house yeah concrete slab you bet and what kind of flooring is in there now uh just ceramic tile you know which is um uh, pretty pr- prominent, yep. uh, and it's usually in the brown, that kind of thing with grout and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, I'm looking at, uh, you know, something, uh, you, know, uh, you know, laminate or, you know, the uh, – and, and, and the other thing, too, is that, you know, when you put this stuff on a ceramic tile, you got to bust up the ceramic tile? Well, that depends. Um, that's why I was asking you what's in there now. If you're wanting to, so you're basically wanting to update the flooring in the areas that have the tile, correct? Yeah. So you can lay over the tile. Um, the tile has to be structurally sound in good condition. You know, no, no, no cracking, no loose tiles, anything like that. But if it is, if the structural integrity is 100%, uh, it, it, there are products you can lay over those in both wood laminates and LVPs. Um, they just need to be strong enough and thick enough and durable enough products to to be able to lay over it without future issue. But that you can do that. Absolutely, I would, I would think that the if it is a Mexican style tile that has yeah. a lot of texture to it, that that would you couldn't do it as well. Um, so yeah. you can actually level over that. You can use a self leveling compound, or depending on you know how much uh, deflection or you know, smoothness you need, you could possibly just hand trial what's called a, a skim coat patch over it and mm-hmm. and alleviate, you know, any little hip dips or bumps or whatever. But, yeah, you can do that if, if need be, level it out. I would just recommend make sure you go with a thick WPC core. I mean, not WPC, SPC core, stone polymer core, LVP. I would say recommend uh, at least a 6 to 8 millimeter total thickness product or in a wood laminate. Um, I would recommend going with a 10 to 12 millimeter thickness product. And uh, the only other thing really, other than the smoothness of the floor, um, that you need to address is make sure that by raising the floor, by adding another layer, you don't create a transitional issue at a front door, a back door, or something like that, because you are going to be raising the, the thickness of that floor by, you know, roughly a half to possibly three quarters of an inch, depending on the, the product you use. Do you guys have a preference as to, you know, uh, whether to go with the vinyl or the laminate? Um, right now, I think dollars per square foot, the best product is going to be the wood laminates. Uh, Mohawk Revwood is a waterproof wood laminate. Comes, uh, They have three different levels um, that come with anywhere from a 10-year to a lifetime warrantied waterproof warranty. There's a ton of different uh, visual looks available, uh, widths and thicknesses of the planks, but they're beautiful products. Um, Wood laminates are going to be more scratch and scuff resistant than LVP, actually, because the type of finish that it has. And dollars per square foot, it's going to be less per square foot because most wood laminates are made in the USA, whereas most LVPs, 
Um, I'd say 90% of them are imported from uh, China or Vietnam, South Korea, and that import cost is so high right now that it's caused the price point to just basically surpass the American-made products. So everyone listening, you can buy made in the USA right now for less than imported products. That's great. And I'll just touch on this because I do consider my, you know, this is 4th of July weekend. Sure. (laughs) And not only is American Dream Flooring and Tile Raleigh's most trusted flooring professionals, but we are also the most patriotic. So, That's for sure. I'm glad to be here on this weekend. I can attest to that personally. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, we are home of the not made in China sale. <laughs> so I'm That's all great. about buying made in the USA products. So I would say go with a Mohawk Revwood waterproof laminate and uh, hire someone that's going to back it with a lifetime installation warranty like we do. Rick, thank you very much for the phone call. I'm not sure that. I'm not sure that there's any point in giving you a $25 gift certificate to Cape Fear Seafood <laughs> Company. I mean, you now qualify for it, but unfortunately, <clears throat> they have two locations in Raleigh, but none in Arizona. So Yeah, well, uh, that would end up being the most expensive uh, hamburger in my lifetime yeah. for me to cash that It's one. worth it. So, yeah. It's worth it. All right. Thank All you, right, Rick. Tell everybody I said hey, Dave. Hey, I will. Tell Donna we said hi, too. Yeah. Okay, All right. Thanks, Take guys. Care. We really appreciate it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, if he hadn't said Donna, if he hadn't mentioned his wife's name, I would have I would have just taken the phone call. It wouldn't have occurred to me. Wow, uh, I'm getting old. What's that? I, I you know, really remember Rick and Donna Martinez. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, it, it, all it wasn't all that long ago, but yes. All right. Our telephone number, 919 919- Eight six zero nine seven eight three. Call right now, and because Rick couldn't use it, I'm going to offer you a twenty-five dollar gift certificate to Cape Fear Seafood Company, with of course two locations in Raleigh. They're all actually all over the state. It's a really cool location in uh, Wilmington too. Uh, but here you go, Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture is here. Craig, the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile. And me, Dave Alexander, this is Making Your Home Great. Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF, number 919-860-9783. We repeat the numbers and say them more slowly when we have not yet received a phone call. 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture is here. Craig, the floor guy, American Dream Flooring and Tile. And we're, we're having this debate during the commercial breaks. I'm, I'm saying when I look at these foundations near me, there's no way they're going to sell them in the 300s. And Stephen says, oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, there are. But there's another phenomenon. What's that? Which is, whenever you build a house, yeah, they you go out there and they've just put the foundation in, yes, and the architect gets a call, yeah, hey, the house is too small, yes. Everybody looks at the foundation and right. says that's too small, right? Is it perspective? You're looking at it from an angle. And it's it just, perspective that yeah. you're looking at it from the outside. Yeah. Okay. So, thirty feet. In, in the outside isn't much. It's a lot of people's width of the driveway in front of the garage. Yeah, yeah. 
but 30 feet inside the house is big. Okay. So th- there's that phenomena, but also is that there's the supply demand of product. Yes. Uh, in the three hundred, four hundred thousand dollar range is so small that they're there. They will sell That's even right. with the rise in the interest rates. Okay, I I I believe you. They, they'll you, they'll sell them as soon as they build them. Yeah, Tuck is on the line from Kerry. Tuck, how you doing? Hello, welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Doing? Did I goof up your first name? No, it's stuck. It's stuck. Okay. Uh, who do you have a question for? Either Stephen Clip or Craig, the floor guy. Well, I think this is for the floor guy. Yeah. Um, I have a house that has some hardwoods in it, um, and it they they match pretty good. It's a split level, and they match pretty good to the, um, the stairs. So we want to put in some flooring that would match the hardwood. I noticed you, you'd mentioned laminate. Does a, does, can a laminate match the color of traditional hardwoods? Because they don't want to, there's nothing wrong with the hardwoods in the basement and, or the lower level. Yeah, there's a ton of options. More, is it, it more than likely if you have a traditional hardwood floor, it's a, a, a two and a quarter, three, four inch wide plank, something like that? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so you should be able to find an option that will either, I don't I don't want to use the word match loosely, but coordinate or blend or even complement. Um, the main difference is going to be the width of the plank. The wood laminates are going to range in six to seven inches wide. There are some in the five-inch wide range, and but they're going to go from five up. So the plank width is going to look different, mm-hmm. um, but the color palette, the texture, the grain – will look, you know, very similar or or, or complement very well. Yeah, we, we do it all the time. Do you need a, a picture of it or something if we came in? <coughs> Would a uh, so we do, yeah. sh- we, we offer um, shop at home service. So uh, we could bring samples out to your home or you could make a, you could come into the showroom. Uh, our Apex showroom is open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 p.m., um, you could come in and look around. If you see a few options that you think you like, then what we do is we'd schedule an on-site appointment. We'd bring those samples back out, and then we could go ahead and measure and assess, you know, everything needed to provide you with what we call our no-gimmick line-item estimates. Um, and we can do that as many times as need until you find what you're looking for. Um, what's your address in Apex? You're probably around the corner. Probably. It's uh, 1005 Davis Drive. It's on the corner of Old Jinx Road and Davis Drive and a little strip center there on the corner. Yep, yep. I know where that is. Yep. All right. Well, Tuck, you have won a $25 gift certificate to Cape Fear Seafood Company, two locations in Raleigh, Spring Forest, and the Village District. Cape Fear Seafood Company using the freshest possible ingredients. They specialize in regional American seafood signature dishes, hand-cut fish, steaks, chicken, and incredible desserts. CapeFearSeafood.com. Thank you, Tuck. Thank you, Tuck. All right, we're going to send that out to you. Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture and Craig the Floor Guy here from American Dream Flooring and Tile. And Stephen, what do you do for people who are looking for a house or about to buy a house? What I do is give them a professional opinion about the value of that house. Yeah. 
the there are some houses that have good bones, right? And there's some houses that do not have good bones, right? And the finishes are one thing. It's really easy to change finishes, right? Um, it is very hard to change bad bones to good bones. You mean the shape of the house or the structure of the house? Well, it could be the structure more so. So I'm working on a couple of houses now where they were 1,500 square foot houses that they've done three or four additions to, and now they're 3,000 square foot houses. Uh, And normally in a 3,000 square foot house, you have eight rooms sized appropriately. Okay. Uh, They've got 12 rooms sized as if they're all in 1,500 square foot houses. Yeah. And how do you redo that? Cost a lot of money. And if you recognize when you're buying the house, in both cases they bought the houses because the land is great. Right. Uh, You have to reinvent the house to be appropriate to the land, to the size of the house. Are they knocking out walls? We're combining, knocking out walls, combining rooms, giving a logic to the house. Yeah. And basically taking a house that, uh, undersold was undervalued because it was just a jumble of rooms yeah. and making into a house that is worth what they now want it to be worth. Right. I think I need Stephen to have a conversation with my wife. Yeah, because she this wants This house one. would be great. We could just take this wall out right here. Just take that wall out. I was like, oh, shut your eyes for a second. I'll cross my arms and nod my head and just make that wall disappear. Make, well, it, I mean, it actually <laughs> is that easy. Oh, it's I, easy. Yeah, I, you just poof, wall gone. I just did a, I'm working <laughs> on a condo right now. Yeah. Where the condo was really kind of tight and the rooms were closed off. Yeah. And we're taking out a couple of walls. We're inserting a 30-foot, uh, 12-inch steel beam. Yeah, you and oh, just it's going to be almost, those totally pretty much install themselves, don't they? <laughs> All right, guys. Much easier than you think. Oh, it's much, much easier. Much less expensive it's than you very, think. It's very easy, Craig. Yeah. It's very easy. We going to take a break <laughs> for news, but uh, we'll be back in just a moment. This is making your home great. Making your home great. FM ninety eight five, AM six eighty, WPTF. This is Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5, AM 680. Today in the show, Craig the Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile and Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture. Can I stop you guys from just kind of like talking shop about the projects you're doing? I was giving Craig a consult. You You were giving it? I was trying to sell his daughter my house. Yeah. Well... (laughs) That's good. That's what this show is about. It is. It is. I shouldn't family. stop you at all. We're all family um, any questions anybody has, they're worth a $25 gift certificate, certificate to Cape Fear Seafood Company. Uh, Craig the Floor Guy, American Dream Flooring and Tile. Talk to me about uh, the, the hardest, that is the most scratch-resistant thing you've got. It, did I buy that for my house? So you have an extremely scratch-resistant floor. Yeah, yeah. Um, but wood laminates, because they do not have a urethane coating, Yeah. Um, are a little more scratch-resistant. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and they're, I mean, we're talking like for a super active family, young right. kids with toys and You're little... You're saying you know, the factory sealed 
is more scratch resistant than the polyurethane you put on it in the not, field? Not a site finished hardwood floor. So LVP, now there are what are called HD LV, uh, LVP products uh, that have a high, high definition, um, it's a laser imaged finish that are, it's AC4 is the scratch resistant rating, which is the same rating as wood laminates, AC4, and there are yeah. some AC5 as well. Right. Um, but like, you know, there's a lot of bad, uh, what I, misinformation marketing on the yeah. internet about LVP, and it's the most scratch resistant and waterproof floor, and it's just not true. There's wood laminates now that are actually better. So for some homes, it's better to go ahead and get that wood laminate. Yeah, um, but I have to take a key out of my pocket and start scratching flooring in my showroom to get people to understand because they read on. They're like, "Oh, well, I read online this. I read online that." I'm like, yeah, "Okay, yeah. well, let me show you. Forget what you read. I'm going to show you. You can scratch it. You can. You can melt it and burn it too. You can take an alcohol, drop a little drop of alcohol on it, and light it on fire, and well, it'll I, and it'll leave a little black soot burn mark well, on I the LVP. I don't plan to do that in my kitchen. Uh, my kitchen looks good now. Yeah, wood laminate. It will not burn it. Okay. Really? Correct. Yep. All right. So kids, do not try this with your party. No, no, yeah. no, no. I mean, you know, I... I have LVP in my home. I'm not saying that it's a, it's a great right, floor. Right. You know, there's just, you know, there's, there's always better options. Yes. You know, there's... You got to look at the activity that's going to be going on with the floor. What's your budget? What kind of subfloor do you have? Right. You know, what kind of prep might be involved? I want folks to also know that Craig the Floor Guy's crew did work in my daughter's house. Now, this is one of the things where sometimes Craig the Floor Guy nickname is counts against you because it's American Dream Flooring and Tile. Well, in this particular case, it wasn't just the floor that needed to be taken care of. It was a floor and plumbing and subfloor, and there was a potential that because the toilet leaked and it was leaking forever and it was installed incorrectly. Yeah, we, there was multiple layers that had been put down, which was compounding the issue. And so basically it was the situation where it said, look, we just, we just need to get back down, take all this out and do it right. Right. The hardwood came out. There was hardwood in the bathroom, which I would never have done. Yeah. But it was only a half bath. Yeah. If I ever show up to your house to do an estimate and you see I'm wearing cargo shorts and I'm not in a in khakis and or slacks, yeah. you'll soon understand why when I start crawling around underneath your house. You're like, why is he under my house? I'm, I'm wanting a floor estimate. Well, that's why. And you will also help with bathroom and kitchen remodels if that's what's called for we do it's it's not the core of our business but we do it and we do it well we right. do it affordable um and a lot of times we can help you know on a confusing project where a homeowner is trying to piece together multiple trades right we'll put it all together put a bow on it and do it in four to six weeks make it affordable 12 month no interest financing and and i've gotten hugs from customers <laughs> okay so uh if you want to call craig the floor guy or craig the the kitchen and bath and or the craig the crawl around in your crawl space guy and crawl space guy give you brock's number guy all right 919-860-9783 <laughs> is our telephone number stephen clip of stephen clip architecture also here stephen um 
are people building houses with good bones? <laughs> you know what I mean? The brand new designed homes, are they all right? Or are they not learning your lessons? Well, one of my pet peeves or things is with uh, design build. Yeah. And design build basically means that the designer or architect, yeah. uh, his loyalty is to the, the contractor. Yeah. And people quite often choose a contractor first and then either do a straight design build or the contractor says, go to this architect, go to this designer right. for the design. The One of the big things an architect does is looks out for the owner. And if the architect is de facto or, or in reality working right. for the contractor, right. the architect is lo looking out for his client, which is the contractor. Right. And so a simple dispute with the contractor can cost a homeowner more than the architect's entire fee. Right. Uh, in an instant. Right. That's one thing. The other is that the contractor cares about the buildability of a house mm -hmm. and, you know, and his uh, sequencing. Right. The, he doesn't really care about design. Right. So basically when you do design build, it works great for public schools. <laughs> if Wake County is going to build four public schools in the next two years, yeah, they want something that is functional at a reasonable price. Yes. They're not very concerned about whether it's well done in, in the sense that well designed. Sure. Their concern is functional at a reasonable price and a re reasonable schedule. Yeah. Uh, a house is different. The, if you're doing your own house with your own architect, you're, you're, you're reaching for the sky. You're yeah. trying for a really good house that lives well. Right. When you do design build, the contractor is not doing that. They want something that is okay, right, right. acceptable. But the other thing they do is that for the, on the design portion, actually, it may be as little as twenty five percent of the effort is spent on designing the house. Hmm. And quite often, right now, you'll see a bunch of houses very expensive houses. They have all the bells and whistles. Yes. They have the latest uh, arrangement on the windows. They have the latest folding door. Mm. They have the latest mm. front door on it. Yeah. So all the pieces are there, but they are there. They are not coordinated into a artistically pleasing, good design. Right. And you can drive to expensive neighborhoods and see where they just stuck all the pieces on the house. Yeah. I saw huh. I saw a house that the uh, had a, a second floor bonus room. All, everything was downstairs, first floor. Right. right. You walk up the stairs and it's just a bonus room, and it was hot in the bonus room. Yeah. And it was because there was an attic access door up there, and they had installed this super expensive like digital smart thermostat. Yes. To try <laughs> to like you know mediate the I don't know manage the issue. Sure. So I walk over and I, and it, the problem was that. It wasn't the proper insulated door right. for the crawl space access. Right. And there wasn't good insulation in the attic. There was no radiant barrier. Right. And, I, and I'm like, yeah. 
You know what I mean? But the, you could just see right. some people. How do I fix my hot attic? You know, Google searching it, right. and they end up with this like six hundred dollar thermostat, smart <laughs> thermostat, or whatever. When what they needed was some radiant barrier and an insulated access door to their crawl right. to, their, uh, to their attic. Which I mean, should go right their, straight to Brock. And exactly. But by, by the way, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier would also <laughs> talk to you about a zippered. Uh, oh yeah, clo- yeah, yeah, enclosure yeah. that he puts it puts on these things. Where yes, you've still got you haven't gone full Su- bore. Super easy, inexpensive S- solution. Right. Sue in Holly Springs joins us right now. Hi, Sue. How are you? Hello, Sue. I'm gonna push the button one more time. Sometimes I I inappropriately push. Hi, Sue. How are you? Okay. No, that's all right. Put Sue on hold, pick Sue up again. Hello, Sue from Holly Springs. Welcome to Making Your Home Great. Yes, I can hear you. Well, this is an odd moment. I think what's happening. I think she doesn't have good service. Sue, welcome to the show. You got to talk to us, though. It's okay. She was on hold for a little bit, so I think what happened was she just set the phone down. So I'll ask Sue's questions. Let's see. I have a, uh, I have a house that has a spiral staircase. Can we remove it? Now I'm just, I'm just making up something. <laughs> Could you? I've always wanted a spiral staircase. Well, you can, but the, the people put in the spiral staircases, yeah. which are the full circle ones. Yeah. Uh, to save space, right, and they are very dangerous. Now they are. They are, yeah. they are not a good idea for little kids or right. old people. And if you, and if you've ever delivered a sofa to some place <laughs> with a spiral staircase, you're not taking it up. You're not there. taking it up. But the interesting <laughs> thing at my daughter's house, one of the big phenomena right now, yeah, is that houses used to have eight foot ceilings. Right, and then in the '90s they figured, oh, nine foot isn't very little additional cost to go to nine feet. Okay, now they've gone to ten feet. Yeah, but they're using the same stock floor plans. Okay, and well, if you go from eight foot to ten feet, you need four more steps. Ah, mm. yeah, and the steps, you know, typically there is no space for those steps. So they okay. have to make them, you know, more narrow, right, and steeper. Yeah. And I was just looking uh, in the house my my daughter bought, and there are other tricks or ways around that. Right. Frankly, in some houses, I've actually removed and relocated the stairs. Right. For this reason. Right. Uh, one that could barely open the front door before hitting the steps. The in my daughter's house, I realized she's got a circular stair, the, the half-circle one. Yeah. And it was very steep because of that thing where they went from 8-foot ceilings to 10-foot. Sure. And didn't adjust the stairs. But she's got 16 inches to play with in front of the steps before you get to the door into the living room. Right. From the foyer. And... We can keep the same steps in place, mm-hmm. and then a skilled craftsman can redo the tread so each one is a, an inch longer. 
Right. And so you don't have to rip it out, totally redo it. They can build over the existing carriage and fix it. Yeah. Yeah, But this is the sort of thing, a whole lot of what I do is how you can come up with, you know, answers to problems, but cost effective. Right. And the discussion about what is a cost effective solution and what isn't. Yeah, I, I, I like that discussion about uh, you putting in a steel beam and how you literally say, that's not such a big deal. Do it all the time. It, it isn't. It's uh, less than a $5,000 thing. It takes two guys uh, about two days to do. Uh, are we talking load-bearing walls or non-load-bearing? We're talking load-bearing, load-bearing walls. walls. We're talking significant uh, structural strength. Sure. Okay. All right. Craig, the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile, and Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture on making your home great. Telephone number, and by the way, there's still a gift certificate available to you, 919-860-9783. If you get put on hold while somebody's answering a question, don't put your phone down or, as we suspect, fall asleep during the... I think Sue fell asleep. I could hear her. How could they fall asleep listening to us? I don't know. She didn't fall asleep. Anyway, I got a question for Craig, the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile, or Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture. Call us now, 919-860-9783 on making your home great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF, making your home great with Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture. Let's get the contact information on. First of all, Stephen is spelled with what, a V? With a V. With a V. Clip with two Ps. So once you've established that. And once you type that into your computer. Yeah. You've got me. Stephen Because I'm the only one in the country. Of Stephen Clip Architecture. And what the website is actually... StephenClipArchitecture.com. Yeah, all right. Um, what number can we call? 919-929-7838. Yep. 938. If I wrote it down, then everybody else can. 919-929-7838. And people are calling you and asking you what these days? Uh, well, I get a lot of questions about adding screen porches yeah. or sunrooms. Yeah. And quite often, uh, as we were just talking about, is that your deck that's out there mm-hmm. is structurally sound. Right. And you just need to go up from there, which obviously saves you about a third of the cost. Can we turn a deck into a sunroom? You can turn it into a sunroom. You can turn it into a screen porch yeah. if the structure is sound. So the fir- And quite often, the uh, pressure-treated boards used for the structure of a deck right. are in good shape. Right. The deck boards are in lousy shape. Okay. And the, and the railing are in lousy shape. Yeah. But the undercarriage, the structure is good. And as Greg and I were just talking about, he said, I want to add a small sunroom to my house and he said you might as well make it bigger you might as well make it bigger because you're not paying oh yeah half of it goes by square footage 
The other half goes by just being there. So, <laughs> <laughs> you, you mean if you're going to do it, if go you're going to do it, do it. Uh, Twelve feet does not make good sense for a screen porch or a sunroom. Oh no, fourteen feet does. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fourteen feet gives you enough room for a sitting area or a decent dining area. Twelve doesn't. Ten definitely doesn't. The extra two feet is the cooler. I'm just telling you. The extra two feet is, if you didn't get the extra two feet, Craig, you would not have room for ice and beer. Well, the two feet's happening then. Two feet's yeah. happening then. All right. Very good. So, so 14, 16, you know, uh, blow 14 out. foot width is the most logical width for a porch. 16 is better, but 14 works. And then you go in 14, 16, 20 foot lengths. Right. And... Almost always, if you can do a gable end, I mean, the, the natural thing is put a shed roof on it. Right. Going out from the house. Right, right. That means that the smallest aperture, the smallest view is at the outside. Okay. And if you put a gable end, you think of the end of a house where it comes to a peak. Yes. Okay. That means you've got a much bigger view looking out from your screen porch. Okay. And you can see sky. Yeah. So anytime you can do that, anytime you can get 14 feet. And this is, I have this discussion all the time with people right. about how they do it. And then simply giving them the drawings they need to get the building permits. Yes. And get a building permit. You're in trouble if you go to sell the house and there is no permit. No, no, no. You got you to gotta permit. You got to permit a lot of things, but contact your town or municipality before you do anything because the mortgage company yep for the buyer and the insurance company for the buyer will ask to see those permits and they can kill the deal really okay yeah. craig the floor guy american dream flooring and tile uh how do we get in contact with you you can visit us online at americandreamfloor.com mm-hmm. you can call us at 919-213-8068 Two one three eight zero six eight, and right. you've got two showrooms. We do. We have a small showroom in Raleigh, and then our nicer uh, showroom is in Apex. Right. Where we have cabinet displays, flooring displays, um, and we're you know more than welcome to stop by Monday through Friday, nine to five. I think uh, Mel, who is our Apex guy, yeah. is doing Saturdays as well. But uh, I'd call just to make sure. Uh, appointments are always better because whenever you schedule an appointment, we allot you that time. It's your showroom for that time. Right. So if you just walk in, there might be another customer and you might not get as many questions asked or some information left off. But if you schedule an appointment, that is your showroom for that appointment. And somebody asked about flooring and, you know, the, maybe the word matching is is not perfect for this use. It's subjective. But, Right, you get you. You want to get close to what's on the floor now, and if you have um, hardwood, but you're not going to put hardwood in another, in another area. Say it's a kitchen, uh, kitchen or a bath. You can get this luxury vinyl plank to look really woody. I mean, people are going to assume it's wood. There's so many options. We get a ton of compliments. If you read our reviews, you'll see you'll see customers who are complimenting on the options and the knowledge and 
There's mm-hmm. so many options. A lot of a lot of consumers don't really, you know, they don't understand the the technical expertise, so to speak. And my sure. guys, we're we're good. Yeah. We're experienced. We're trained. We're knowledgeable. And you know, sometimes what a consumer, like a homeowner, might think they need to do yeah. based off of what they saw their neighbor do or yeah. a family member do. And then they meet with us and we explain to them some options and then they end up going a totally different direction that they didn't even realize was an option that they are much more happy with. The, the There's a lot of DIY attitude toward flooring. And I'm not sure it's the best thing no. because people do sell flooring and say, oh, yeah, it's really easy to it snaps right in. That's the problem with LVP. Yeah. You know, the the innovation of floating floors, which has really, really expanded. You know, there's a fl- floating floors has gotten very popular over the last five to 10 years. Yeah. And you have a lot of advertising that's done, at, you know, the do it yourselfer. And it's really not a do it yourself product. Yeah. I've looked at probably 20 homes that I'm considering purchasing over the last few weeks. And of the 20 I looked at, I would think, I would say maybe. 18 of them, I would have ripped the floors out and redid them because they were new floors and they were not installed properly. My old house had an error, one error. I mean, there were some errors elsewhere, but this was, it's in an area where one room goes straight into the other, right? Right at the archway, there's a one little bubble. I mean, it's just a, a mistake. I don't have to go into detail. It's a mistake. Well, we knew because of the way this stuff goes in, you'd have to tear up the whole room to get to that one error. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Best. To, now, I don't have that in my house now because Craig's people did did my floor, and there's no error anywhere. So yeah, you got to do it right the first time, or you're going to be redoing it. Right. I say all the time, mm-hmm. we I don't want to name any company's names, but there's there's competitors and there's some big box stores that we go in there and we're replacing floors that are less than three years old. Really? Yep. People just get tired of looking at the air? Well, you know, we don't do a one-year warranty. We give a lifetime warranty. Yes. And that's the reason. A lot of competitors don't do that. And a do-it-yourselfer, there's no warranty. <laughs> At all. Right, right. At all. Even the manufacturer warranty is voided if you install the floor yourself. Same thing with the handyman. Right. (laughs) Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture. You can find him on the website, stephenclipparchitecture.com. Stephen with a V, C L I P P, two P's for Stephen Clip. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Stephenclipparchitecture.com. And then Craig, the floor guy. He's with American Dream Flooring and Tile, AmericanDreamFlooring.com, 919-213-8068. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a great week. This is Making Your Home Great.